Hey! Hi, Sean. What's up, guys? Welcome. Oh, hi, Micah. Oh, Thank you. Oh, that wasn't for me. Sorry. Hey, guys. It's your boys. Our, our host, Sean Houlihan. Sean, may you introduce yourself? <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Welcome to the Unknown Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Houlihan, and with me are... And it's your boy, Mike Needner, or as they know me on the streets, uh, also known as uh, AKA your boy, AKA uh, the, the fast and smooth uh, talker, real smooth and real fast, AKA um, slick hydro razor, because I'm so fast and smooth. Go fuck yourself. <sighs> Go fuck <laughs> yourself, sir. You love it. You're your piece of shit. You love it. You love me. <laughs> uh, this week we're talking about uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. How is he? Oh, you know. Same old Ethan. Find it best not to look. Um, so I just saw this. I just got out of it. Uh, and my adrenaline's pumping. I love this movie. I really enjoyed it. I, all the action set pieces were awesome. Without, I guess, diving into it immediately. Uh, I guess those were my initial thoughts. So, I was not a huge fan. Um, you were not. No, wow. okay. I I really enjoyed the fifth one, the last one, um, and then mm-hmm. come, come, that's the only one I'd seen um, before before any of the other ones. And then I went back and I watched the first Mission Impossible, and I was like, obviously a little underwhelmed because it was just like a step down in action, and it was a twenty year old movie, and um, mm-hmm. and then so then I hadn't seen it two through four. Uh, and so then we saw this one, and to me, it was it felt kind of like a step down from the fifth one in terms of um, the types of stunts they did, and a step down in terms of um, I felt like the fifth one was very easily standalone, and this one I felt like you kind of needed to know a couple things or a couple people or um, stuff like that. Um, I, I still liked it, but it, I was underwhelmed compared to uh, the hype, I guess. And what I was ex- how much I was expecting to like it, I suppose. I would agree with you. I, I would I will uh, agree with you on that. This one very very much uh, like you probably did need to see a couple of the other ones uh, to get what's going on in this one because I felt like the fifth one did work better as a standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the, with that being said, though, I kind of liked how right away when they did the. Tom Cruise getting uh, the message from his uh, agency and then, then they kind of give you a brief rundown on kind of what happened in the last go around. Yeah. Uh, to kind of try to fill in that bridge so it could work as a standalone. But I would agree that's probably my only criticism to the movie mm-hmm. that it it you would probably have to see uh, at least at least the last one to kind of get going with this one is. Yeah. But with that being said though, I loved it. I thought it was really good. And I can go on later about it, I guess. All right. What what parts, or I'm confused. What things you think? Like, what did people need to see to understand better? Oh, I mean, or... not not that I didn't under like they 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 helped kind of like 
make me understand by showing you know like putting pieces of dialogue in and saying like oh that's who this person is and that's you know they i'm not saying they didn't insert things that left me confused or whatever it was just like sort just the fact that it they were talking about the past films even um so like uh-huh. when, when i saw the fifth one it was like literally from my at least from what i remember it's like you walked in and it was just like all you had to know was tom cruise is an action hero uh he does crazy stunts and that's it and so like you walk in and it's like okay here's your agent you're gonna go do this boom here's your team boom here's this big stunt oh no something happened and now we got to redirect oh no knew something happened and it was just like a concise story versus this one was like in in my opinion was um it deviated from that in uh in that you they they spent more time just talking about stuff that happened outside of this movie versus the fifth one was very much just like they talked about the things happening to them right that moment and their plans and and previous stuff um, was kind of just left out of the picture so not 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 that that made me dislike it a whole lot just like it was enough that i i just kind of wish they had you know more like spending time in the moment versus dealing with other stuff i guess but I i don't know i haven't seen two through four so who's to say I feel like you. Well, four. I think four is worth watching, but I think two. Is it four? Ghost Protocol, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one through three probably feel uh, these movies are probably gonna eventually feel dated, yeah. Just with the tech and stuff, but I think one is like one of those movies where it's like they're sending an email through Excel or something like yeah. stupid like that. Or I don't know. Three. I, so, I'm thinking of three is where three is where it really gets good. That's when like it, you start to kind of see that it start turning to a little bit more of uh, like a smart action movie, I guess. Where to say mm-hmm. you could say, um, and then four just blows it all up and it's like, holy shit, this is a great. Fu- this is just a great fucking movie. Yeah. So that that was yeah. like a a minor reason. Um, the the needing backstory stuff uh that that's just a minor reason that i'm a little step down compared to the last one um the the biggest reason is i just kind of felt like i was expecting going into it that a this was gonna like help redefine action movies because that's kind of what i had been reading and and that like oh this is like one of the best in years and as far as all of the like action sequences went like i i sort of felt like the last movie just did it better like they were just more stunts and cooler stunts and more interesting ones and um i but that being said i will say the fight scenes in this one where like the hand-to-hand combat stuff was really cool and it, it was reminding me a lot of like the raid where it's like the camera just never cut and that was awesome specifically i'm thinking yeah. of the scene where they're fighting in the bathroom Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. your 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 average action film that would have been like two hundred edits, two hundred shots, and yeah, I I didn't count, but there couldn't have been more than I don't know twenty maybe shots. Like it was very mm-hmm. like they lingered, so it was like very clearly choreographed, and it wasn't just edited to every single hit was edited or anything like that. So I, that was really cool. The uh. I I could feel myself doing it in this movie, and so I've been playing a lot of 
Rocket League, mm-hmm. and whenever I play that game, I always jerk my chair when I go to like hit the ball because I'm thinking like, oh, my body's gonna do it too. It'll help me. And with this, when I was watching them punch, I would like go into the punch with them, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I, oh man, <laughs> that sequence, yes, that sequence was good. That's, I, I feel like the action this one was insane though. I feel like that's weird that you were I, underwhelmed I, with it. Well, no, or... it's not that I'm. It's not that I. It wasn't actiony. I, I don't. It's just compared to the last one which is literally the basis of kind of where my opinion on the, the franchise lies is like so in my head like i'm remembering there's that action sequence where tom cruise goes into this like underwater area and he's like getting whipped around really fast and he has to like find something and shut it down and like the mm-hmm. i remember like the sound editing was even really cool because it was all underwater and so it was like really quiet for an action sequence and i just remember thinking like this is such a unique sequence and like he's underwater he's trying to do this thing that's super complex really dangerous it looks really cool um so just compared to that like a lot of the big moments were just kind of like to me what are typical for action films so a lot of hand-to-hand combat a lot of car chases and um and the most unique one being probably where he's climbing the helicopter but in the last one it's like he's literally hanging off the side of a cargo ship flying at 500 miles an hour which is like i don't know when you compare those two i would take the cargo ship over the helicopter one but i it's still not to say that it's not cool it's just less cool to than the fifth one in my viewpoint i did think it was awesome that he it looked like he filmed that helicopter thing like legit like that was all practical i i, I have no idea how they did that yeah, yeah. Like, i'm real intrigued to see i've seen some of the behind the scenes stuff with him uh grabbing that heli- the rope of the helicopter and stuff and like him going up with the helicopter yeah i think um, if i remember correctly they had him wired to something inside or on the side of the helicopter so he was never yeah. in danger of like dying or falling but i That's think, what I think he really the... was trying to climb the the bottom of the helicopter if i remember correctly yeah well that's what they did with five two on that side of the plane thing they had him wired to the plane and then i even think he did some i want to say he did some of his own motorcycle stunts in the paris chase scene oh yeah i, be- I believe him doing that he seems like he would be because crazy he just the way he was riding the motorcycle and like he would like drag his foot on the ground going around long mm-hmm. turns and like they weren't obscuring his face at all and it just—I—I yeah. I, I could be wrong, but it just seemed like that was all practical to me. I, yeah. If anything, I would say him f- flying off the motorcycle was the was the only non-practical part of that. Um. The I really like the sequence with him talking to the two, or him talking to the the buyer or the the broker. Vanessa Kirby's character. Oh, the White Widow um, or whatever. Yeah, White Widow. There you go. And uh, so then it's like they do this cut where you think they're like it's in the next day, and then the music in that scene is really good. That's what stood out to me the most, I mm. think. But it's like him envisioning what he would have to do, and then it cuts back, you know, and like they're going through the whole sequence, and then it's like the cop he has to defend himself because he's he has to blend in with these guys, so he has to kill a cop, and then the cop's not dead, so they're like waiting for him to shoot the cop. Yeah, and you're seeing the you know the moral dilemma yeah. of him whether he actually kills the cop right. but then he, he's 
it, it was a nice way of visualizing rather than just saying, "All right, here's the plan. We walk over here. Yeah. We do this." It was like a nice way to kind yeah. of show what the what that guy thought the plan was. Yeah, and just to show what he was considering mm-hmm. over his mission. Yeah, and things. Um, trying to think of scenes now. Of course, I, just I got out of this movie. pretty much. I my favorite part of the movie was most of the stuff that happened in Paris and mostly that dealing with that exact heist or that where, mm-hmm. where they're getting uh lane. Um, mm-hmm. I, I loved the shot where they dump the vehicle in the river. And mm-hmm. I, I, that, I think that was real. I, again, could be wrong, but it looked real with the water where he's like chained up against the side of a car. Oh and the yeah. Water, the water, like the car starts slams turning. against the wall. Yeah. yeah. The, the car starts yeah. turning in the water. And so the, the water is rising, but it's like, vertical instead of horizontal mm-hmm. like that i th- I thought that was an awesome shot that was really cool yeah i kept thinking several times throughout that the this movie is going to have a lot of the one perfect shot twitter oh yeah, posts yeah. where there's just the shot with um henry cavill and uh i'm blanking on her name the, the other Rebecca operative in the u.s or whatever yeah. yeah, and they were at, like at the Eiffel Tower, and it was just like that—the way the sun was like hitting the yeah. the ground—and it was like, "Fuck, this is pretty." <laughs> yeah. Um, I love how they opened up on his mustache. Like yeah. his first shot of every kill was just the mustache. Like, man, they're gonna really like show the drama of this mustache yeah. and what it did for Justice League and things. Um, but then also there was. <laughs> And it wasn't intentional, but it was just the thought that hit me when the scene popped up. When he's uh, he's in the it's the helicopter chase sequence at the end, and um, Henry Cavill's shooting at uh, Tom Cruise, and his hair like the wind hits his hair perfectly where it parts in the middle. Yeah, and he's got the mustache. And for like a split second, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Hitler!" Yeah, but it was no, I know, was, I I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> Holy shit, is I that, that Hitler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, man, it was so I really funny. do wonder if that was like an intentional choice to do that because like that that's exactly what went through my mind yeah um anybody else like disappointed that when Henry Cable was in the bathroom and he was pumping his guns guns up his arms they didn't like add like a sound effect or like a gun loading <laughs> yeah or like a, <laughs> or a cash register opening I just wanted some some effect that like they know like oh shit this dude He's literally cocking his guns up, ready to yeah. fight. He was he was terrifying. Like he, they kind of like alluded to him being like, oh, like yeah, your reputation, uh, ex- or what's the word? Not exceeds, proceeds. Yeah, probably proceeds. Proceeds you. I don't know. Like you know, like he has this reputation, and it was kind of like, eh, it's Henry Cavill. He's kind of a dorky, weird dude. I don't know. Like he's Superman. That's I don't know. But then in that scene, he just, like, he flips that dude through the mirror, and you're like, oh, my God. And then, yeah, that sequence where he just, like, it's just, like, he looks fucking angry. And then he's coming at that guy. So, and I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, like, oh, Henry Cavill's fighting Tom Cruise in the trailer for the longest time. It took me, like, a couple times watching it. So when he turned out to be a bad guy, I wasn't like, oh, my God, I didn't see this coming kind of thing. So I initially thought he was going to be the bad guy. Um but then I really did. I was talking to Brian about this right when I got on. But the uh, twist that Henry Cavill's a bad guy, but then that uh, Solomon Lane was actually Simon Pegg's character 
and they like did this whole switch thing yeah and like that back and forth was pretty good it was enough to where i, I was like oh i got the, oh shit okay yeah like, no that i had the same kind of feeling like i had watched yeah. that watched that part thinking like okay yeah he's gonna obviously as soon as they leave him alone he's gonna send him away and like okay that's what's gonna happen and then i wasn't expecting simon Pegg to be there yeah i really liked uh i know a lot of people really didn't like um the twist like quote-unquote twist of henry cable being the villain um but i really liked how they kind of addressed it it, towards the end in the catacombs when uh and i was reading on the the reddit discussion thread and somebody pointed it out and i I was thankful that they did it was just that like there was like six twists in like five minutes of of that it was like okay uh uh alec baldwin is is turning him in and then uh, you find out, no, IMF just fucking knocked Alec Baldwin out. They're going rogue again. And then uh, Henry Cable um, shows that he's a villain. And then, oh shit, he's not talking to Lane. He's talking to Simon Pegg. And then they go out there. And then Erica, uh, like Angela Bassett's uh, character, uh, I think. Is, turns. Which, yeah, she turns. And yeah. it's just like, there's so many fucking people going on. And like, they're all yeah. like slowly showing like their cards per se yeah i really like that it was kind of like a little like wink wink i guess to us just like yeah guys we fucking know like you guys knew the twist but we're gonna throw you all these other twists too we're we're gonna twist you so hard you're gonna think you're a lime soda i I didn't i wasn't gonna no (laughs) (laughs) but i liked how they did that um yeah there's just, I don't, like, sequences kept happening, and I'd just be smiling, or times it'd be like, fuck, like, my god, I don't know. I feel like I need to see this, I really want to see this on IMAX, I feel like that's 100% the best, I'd, seeing some of those scenes just full-on, super loud, and crazy would just be amazing to see, I'm jealous of people that can see it in, yeah. like, a true IMAX theater. Yeah. Um, I really want to know more about the, the the fake John Lark that almost kicked both Ethan Hunt and Walker's ass in the bathroom. Yeah, like, that dude was nuts. Like, I want a whole movie of just, like, that fight. Like the like you said, Michael, just, like, the raid, but with these characters. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that'd be really that cool. Was, that was... That's, honestly, that's making me want to watch the raid again. Because, oh, man, choreography in that movie's insane. That's probably still one of the top fight choreographies in a film. I just, I just kept expecting, like, he's like, oh, he broke the sink off. He's about to hit Tom Cruise with it. And I just kept expecting it to cut, and then it wouldn't. And then I'd be like, oh, shit. And then mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, well, it'll cut after that. And then it wouldn't. And so it'd be like, oh, shit. And then it'd be like another 10 or 15 seconds. And then finally it would cut once it switched to, like, a whole new portion of the fight. So, like, not just a hit, but, like, oh, okay, armies or not army. Um, I'm thinking Henry of Army Campbell. Hammer for some reason. Yeah, Henry... Campbell uh, was like, okay, he's he's now entering the fight. Um, then then it would cut, you know, and then he then it's like, oh, okay, now a gun is entering the fight, and then it would make a cut. So it's like really only when something changed in the dynamic of the fight. Uh, but they really they really just very rarely cut during the fighting itself, which I was really grateful for. It was just a really good yeah. good sequence. I think all yeah. the action was obviously. Uh, in my opinion just top notch but I was mentioning Sean earlier too that the thing that struck me is that it was just a good story I, I like the story I like the plot everything kind of twisted together and made uh, it good and um, 
I really enjoyed the ending, tying in Julia's character with Michelle Monaghan. I really liked how uh, nobody knew that, like, why there was a camp up here. Like, that, they, the characters made that very clear. And then to have her t- kind of tie into that. And then you kind of find out with them finding out. I really liked that. Yeah. Um, I just, I kind of liked that twist at the end. I kept thinking it would have been really cool if uh, the end of the movie, when Tom Cruise grabs the... Or, or when when they're all like diffusing the bombs or whatever, and then it flashes to white. Part of me mm-hmm. w- immediately was just like, "Oh man, I really hope it went off." And then the next Mission Impossible is him having to deal with some like in an irradiated world, the and, actual like, fallout, mass <laughs> chaos of fallout. Yeah, I just thought that would have been like really. I don't know, unique and cool, and obviously you can't really do that in a in an action movie franchise. But I thought they I thought they handled that transition too pretty well. Like yeah, I actually did. like it whether it was for a split second. I thought like oh shit, the bomb actually went off, and then they showed Tom yeah. Cruise with the key in his mouth. So yeah, I was talking to Brian about that scene too, where the hook. And that's how Henry Cavill's character goes, where it's like that hit him, and it's like, oh, hit him right in the face. I know. I don't usually exclaim things in the middle of movies, but as soon as I hit him in the face, I was just like, oh, oh, God. That was good use of. It was like, it was enough where you, you, your imagination had to fill in the rest. It was like, they showed you it, but it wasn't like super graphic to a point where you're like, you know, they're showing the blood and all that stuff, but it was like enough. It's like, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like you, you just know how heavy that thing is and how hard that hit him. And oh man, with with that uh, whole scene, I just that was that was one of those moments for me that took me out of the movie momentarily. Prior to that, when the entirety of this like easily multiple you know thousands of pounds of metal helicopter uh, was being held up by one hook and a rope on the side <laughs> of a mountain like that. That was I kept just being like, come on, like. At least make it a cable. Like, if it was a metal cable, I could think about it. Like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it was literally just, like, a white rope. It was just, like, twined rope. Um, yeah. I, was just, I just couldn't... I kept saying to myself, like, there's no way that the strength of a one-inch diameter regular rope is going to hold up that weight on the side of a mountain. But it was a tiny thing. It was actually a, it was a big thing. It was a helicopter. It was holding. Oh shit! God, right. You fucking got him. Got him. You, you got me good. The beginning where they're trying to get the guy that made the bombs. They're trying to get the information out of him. I really that whole part was pretty well. Oh yeah, yeah. With like the Wolf Blitzer thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. some yeah. Blitzer. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. See- I didn't expect that. I, that was awesome. I like that. Yeah, a lot. that was a good opening. Kind of setting you up for like what they do and. I don't know. I just thought it was like I thought it was. <laughs> it's just great that dude's just laughing, and they're just saying like, "We got it, we got it." It's like, all right, and then just seeing all those walls yeah. fall, and oh man, yeah, that was just good. I have a question though. So I was a little confused. I thought that doctor was doing this against his will. I didn't know I th- that he was a part of it. I thought he was doing this all against like he got kidnapped and he was. That, doing that's kind of what I had thought too, and I had that question, same question. I'll have to go back That's and what... walk in or something and watch it. Yeah, you can update us because uh, I also thought that. Yeah. Unless maybe 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I literally thought that until you just said that right there. So yeah, because like he was, I thought they were gonna be like they rescued him and they're trying to get information from him, but mm -hmm. I didn't realize oh shit, this dude's actually like with the plan. Like wait, I thought he was against the plan. He was kidnapped, but yeah, yeah. yeah like this month. Oh. This motherfucker's crazy. Well, yeah, because also it didn't. Um, when when Wolf Blitzer was reading like the manifesto or whatever, wasn't that he he wanted him to read it because that was his manifesto? But then d doesn't Henry Cavill later? The... He's the one who wrote it. So I think uh, where the, I think the doctor just wanted it to be read, just like he was just because he was just like with the group. He was an apostle. He wanted those words said, and he right. knew I, he knew the plan was to get those words out there. Okay. Um, but like I said, I'll, I'll go in and rewatch that scene tomorrow, and I'll hit you guys back up with an update. Alright, cool. Yeah, let us know ASAP as possible. We can ASAP have, we can have Sean chime in at the end of the podcast with like a, hey guys, uh, we're checking in, uh, Brian is bloody bloody blah, fact check yeah, time. I, I, I'll actually, it'll just be its own episode. Oh shit. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be 15 seconds. Hey guys, welcome to our new episode, where we uh, do corrections. <laughs> god i hate these episodes they're so stupid <laughs> we wait a whole week for this this is stupid shit why do they keep doing this it's a good question probably... yeah and I... brian and i were talking about this too the casting decision which she was in the one before it but uh, rebecca ferguson and michelle monahan where there was like a good few seconds where i couldn't tell them apart i was just like <laughs> Like, they could literally be sisters, yeah. and I would believe it. Um, they do look but Ethan, yeah, Ethan Hunt definitely has a type, and it's Michelle Monaghan. <laughs> That's so, his type. Yeah. It's just a specific person's his type. I mean, hell, um, Michelle Monaghan's my type, too. <laughs> um the one I, I just i'm looking at the trailer right now but the way that the he gets his mission and the, how it like goes into smoking the book and him like closing the book and the smoke's still coming out and yeah. stuff i thought that, i thought that, that was kind of cool it looked really pleasing on screen yeah i agree just this is cool it's just cool do you know if they're um, planning on doing a, a seventh one they haven't stated anything yet like one way or the yeah. other do you think they will I can't imagine I think if, not. Yeah, if this one makes enough money, I could see it. Somebody on Reddit pointed out that they had to pay out $70 million because of Tom Cruise breaking his ankle because oh, they couldn't they couldn't film for eight weeks. And so the insurance company for the movie had to dish out $70 million. So, well, that, I mean, that's this not, movie... That's not on them, though. That's the insurance company's money, so the production company shouldn't get hurt by that at all, right? I have no clue. I don't know the ins and like, outs of that, that stuff. I think that's the, kind of the whole point of insurance is that. I think it would just be it would affect it for next film. Like they wouldn't want to write so oh, much. Like like the insurance would go up or something. Yeah, like they wouldn't want to write him off like that. Um, just right. they want to take the risk. Cause like, that, that was I remember that being the whole thing with like Robert Downey Jr. coming back. Like insurance companies didn't want to insure him, so a lot of films didn't want to cast him because they couldn't get insurance when, on him. When when did he break his break his ankle? I knew he didn't he break something when he did that building jump. Where he was jumping in between the buildings and that was his he ankle slipped that and fell. That was his ankle that broke. Oh, for some reason and I then, thought he broke like a rib or an arm. I remember no, reading the headline. 
Yeah, he broke his ankle, and then when he got up to run and he was limping, like, that was, like, legit, like, right after he broke it in real life. Oh, and they just left it in the film because it worked. Yeah. Damn. But that was real. Oh, man. Sorry, I just thought of the scene, too. When he finally catches up to Walker after that whole chase, which it's weird just, like, how exciting it is to watch Tom Cruise run. I don't know why. He's just running. But it's still, like, he's running on the rooftop of that building, and it was just looked really cool. Yeah. Um... But when he gets under the elevator and Henry Cavill just looking down at him and it was how he just places the picture on there mm-hmm. to like show like, you know, we know your wife and like that. And it was, I don't know, I just how they set that shot up was really cool. Yeah. Just, I, I, I was, yeah, I just loved his face too, looking down, just like, come on. Yeah. Like, did you, like he could have easily just killed him right there. Yeah. Or, like, did you I not know, expect as as, me yeah. to notice that you're running up on me? Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes did like a, they were calculating calculating some stuff, and for, uh, e- e- so each of his movies, the more Tom Cruise runs, the better score the movie gets. Yeah, so, I, was, I, so I saw that. I, I thought that, that was, was kind of funny. Like, it, <laughs> basically, if you want your movie to do better with Tom Cruise, just have him run for like sixteen minutes of the film, and it's guaranteed at least a seventy percent or something something ridiculous. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'm excited. To, uh, this this one made me want to rewatch the other, at least four, five, and six. Well, this is six. Watch four, five. But uh, uh yeah, I kind of want to go back and watch five now and see if I am remembering it correctly or if I just wasn't expecting to like. So I watched the fifth one at work, like I previewed it, and I was only watching uh-huh. it because at the time it was like still in that zone where I was like, ah, well, I have to watch it. It's my job and. So I walked mm-hmm. in kind of expecting to dislike it because I was just like, it's a dumb action movie franchise and I'd never seen the other ones. And then I walked out being like, oh, that was actually really good. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if I th- remember it so fondly because my expectations were like the opposite of what happened versus this one. I was walking and expecting it to be really amazing. And then I, I wasn't like wowed when I walked away. And so I, I wonder how, I don't, just like how much my memory is kind of playing a role in uh, I how own I all five it. of them, if you want to watch them. Dude, I will, I'll take you up on that offer. And maybe I'll remember to bring over Liz's guacamole bowl. Uh, and give, right. that back, give that back to you in exchange for some movies. I'll, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, it's one day. <laughs> Every time I see you, I forget, man. We've this is the content audio, this so. is the content listeners come for yeah. learning uh, about you, tupperware can you bring me a guacamole bowl brax please <laughs> <laughs> man i wonder uh, i'll have to tune in next week see if he got his guacamole man, bowl it's, it's the drama is never know. ending with these guys uh i can't think of anything else to say so yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. If you like the other Mission Impossibles, you're going to enjoy this one. I guarantee it. So, And if you don't, you probably won't. That's. But then why are you seeing the sixth movie in a franchise you don't like? All right, all right, all right. Oh, man, should... that's Brian's favorite movie. Oh, shit. One of them. Second favorite movie. Son of a it's bitch. a good thing it's only the second worst movie next to Stand By Me. Shawshank Redemption was on TV tonight. Great movie. Yeah, I canceled my subscription. <laughs> to television? Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Spencer canceled the television. Spencer canceled television today. I no longer wish to television. <laughs> if you keep it up, Stanley, you're gonna lose New Year's. Can't take away a holiday. Jim, take away New Year's from Stanley. <laughs> Uh, Alright, I don't know what we're watching next week, but we'll be back next week well, with something. To... Do you know if you're getting 8th grade, Sean? I have no, I have no idea. Oh, okay. So, But if I do, then yes. Alright. Uh, we will do that. If not, then we'll figure you it can out. talk about it, and I'll listen and pretend like I saw it too. <laughs> we'll, I really we'll like when she, uh, when we'll she enrolled in 8th grade. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the opening credits and the, the end credits. Man, that part where she entered the camera for the first time and was on camera, I was like, whoa, this is a film. Wow. When she was talking about that that English test, uh, (laughs) relatable. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When she got out of bed, wow. Talk about me. Just watch the trailer and just mention scenes from the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sean, I'm actually watching the trailer and you're literally saying every scene that's uh, in this trailer. Sean, no, Sean, you can't that's... just say that swimming pool looked like it was full of water. Like that's a very obvious <laughs> comment. <laughs> I love going to my local swimming pool. Uh, but yes, we'll, we'll, we'll if I get out. eighth grade. Yeah, you'll have something to listen to from us next week. All right, let's send this bitch. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> But Brian went in so confident, so I thought he was going to end it, and then he just sat there. That's typical Brian. Sitting and not ending things.